Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Green Magic, Green Medicine with your hostess, Miss Susan Weed. Our topic here has been about herbal antibiotics. And as I go here to find the plug or maybe just the song, as you sometimes know, if you've ever listened to Main Street Universe before, these buttons don't always work so well. It's the nature of technology. And this is a song from Kellyanna that I've been using as our opening song for the show. With permission, all of the songs on Main Street Universe, the network, Green Magic, Green Medicine being a show on the network, all the songs are always used with permission and asked for by the artist. We don't have any nationally syndicated songs. Be back in a moment. Blessed are we in the awakening dawn. Blessed are we in the morning. Blessed are we in the light of the day as we Archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Another episode of Green Magic, Green Medicine with your hostess, Miss Susan Weed. As I said, that song is by Kellyanna, uh, a great songstress who I saw perform at our local New Age shop, Sticks and Stones, and went up there. She did a little concert in there. There was about 50 or so women in this in this shop. I think Kevin Baird and I were the only two men. <laughs> a lot of goddess songs, <laughs> but that's okay. And um, and I also, while I was in the shop, I was like, there were a couple of ladies there whose names I won't mention, of course, that were just like, Shh, you know, don't want people to know because they're in the witchy store and they were kind of in the in the broom closet, as they say. So I'm like, your secret's safe with me. I worked at Trader Joe's at the time, so I was in a public environment, of course, having a radio show too, and some of them were aware of that. But it was very fun to see that and meet some of my new witchy neighbors that some of them I didn't know, but I had seen them many, many times. 
However, I see Susan is in the queue, and I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. <laughs> Welcome, Susan. Hi. How are you tonight? Green blessings. Green blessings to you, and I am fantastic, um, except for, you know, sometimes I outsmart myself, but uh, that will just say what it is. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but everything is good, uh, and... Um, you know, how you can think you're so clever sometimes, and then you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not as clever as I thought. <laughs> uh-huh. I've been having a lot of that coming up recently. <laughs> but uh, were you, how are you? Were you outfought out yourself? Yes. <laughs> it occasionally it's happens. Rather like I, was, I, like was, <laughs> I was talking today about, you know, how the Chinese people let themselves be talked into believing that if they exterminated every bird, they would get more grain. Mm. Right during the Cultural Revolution, they killed right. every bird in China. Wow. And, of course, then the crops were completely devastated by insects. Of course, because there's the natural predators of the insects. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> One of those little things where you don't quite think far enough ahead as to the whole right. consequences of what's going to happen. Or even far enough behind, right, into the history, however it works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's absolutely true. Uh, yeah. Didn't mean to interrupt. Or, or the plague, remember? They were killing cats because they thought cats were like a witchy thing. Yes, the cats were the enemy yes. of the rat. <laughs> right, right. So the, that, so the, uh, and the plague, of course, was passed from fleas on the rat. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We discussed honey last week. We talked about honey last week. Yes, we're looking at Stephen Herod Booner's book, Herbal Antibiotics. And we started off with some of his generalized material. Um Whereas in the fifties it was the you know the end of disease, his chapter is the end of antibiotics and antibiotic resistant infections, and then he gives us um, some choices of herbal antibiotics that he likes. He divides them into systemics, localized non-systemics, and synergists, and the systemic that we looked at was Artemisia. And then last week we looked at a localized non-systemic. That was honey. And this week we're going to look at a synergist, which is ginger. And if I were going to be here next week to his last chapter, which is strengthening the defenses, herbs that strengthen the immune system. But I'm not going to be here next week. As a matter of fact, the next time you and I are going to be talking together and doing a show together is going to be April 12th. Oh, so you're going to be gone for a little while. I am getting on a jet plane to go to Costa Rica next Monday. That's right. And I'll be up, I'll be up in the cool part of Costa Rica, up in the mountains, my favorite part of Costa Rica. And at a wonderful conference, the EDGE conference. And then I come home, and I'm home for not very long. I go out to teach a garden club, and then I pack up and go off to Italy. 
And then I come home from Italy, and I'm home for, I think, like two days before I go to Boston. Did I tell you that I was in a book called The Four Mothers of Women's Spirituality? Oh. Not F-O-U-R, F-O-R-E. Four Mothers, the Before Mothers, the Four Mothers of Women's Spirituality. It's a new book just out. It just won a major award. And it's going to be presented at a big women's studies conference in Boston. And since I'm on the East Coast and I'm in the book, I'm going to be there. They asked me to be there. Nice. So that's going to be fun. And then I get home from Boston Sunday night. We're already into April now. And on Monday morning, I'm going to fly down to Eureka Springs in the Ozarks. And I'm going to be, I've been kind of teasing people that I'm going to be presenting at a UFO conference. It's not really true. I'm going to be presenting at their transformation conference, which is immediately followed by the UFO conference. Well, they both sound fun. I am and not. I'm, a, I'm reducing I your pain. Not by a, the way. I am not a believer. I have nothing against people who want to believe, mm-hmm. but I personally am not a believer. Right, but it can still sound so, fun. <laughs> it could still be absolutely fun. I'm, I, you know, I'm a bit of a skeptic. You may have figured that out about me, knowing me for all these years now. You're a skeptic, but you're not a skeptic about some things. You're not a skeptic about things maybe metaphysical, energetic, magical. But you're a skeptic and you're a little bit direct and harsh in other uh, areas, if that makes any sense. Uh, Yeah. You know, I want to see results. I'm a very results-oriented person. Yes. And I see results from metaphysics and I see results from magic. And I don't see results from UFOs. <laughs> They're not doing any. How do you make that improve your life? It might be. Might exactly. Be exactly. It's not. As we say this to the apprentices, we say, if blame and shame and guilt were useful in your life, we'd say, go at it. But they are useless, so give them up. Right. You're not going to get anywhere from blame and shame and guilt. So, pfft, enough of it. So. We're going to talk about ginger tonight, and then there's going to be a long, <gasps> and then I'll be back before tax day, April 12th. And we will feel and guilty. I'll... And I will not feel guilty, at the very least, and I will probably be either, you know, so talked out, I won't have anything to say about my travels, or I'll do. I want to do a whole show on my travels and what I saw. And where I went, we'll see what what goes on, and eventually we will get to the last chapter of his book. And he has a companion volume on herbal antiviral, so maybe we'll just kind of trundle along into that. And fantastic use of the word trundle. Don't <laughs> 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 heard trundle in a while. <laughs> well, you know, when I grew up, I slept on a trundle bed. <laughs> So really? it's a word I grew up with, hid away. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But ginger, well, ginger one of my favorite you know, I really, I, I like talking about ginger because most people feel probably as comfortable with ginger as they do with any herb. Like most people say, you know, well, what's a really common herb? And some people might say, well, dandelion's a really common herb. 
And people know dandelion and they recognize dandelion, but I wouldn't say that the vast majority of people feel comfortable with dandelion. They can easily learn to be comfortable with it. But people already feel comfortable with ginger. I don't have to convince most people that ginger's okay and that it tastes okay and that you can use it in a wide variety of ways. I really love what Stephen has to say about it. He says, the best form of ginger is the fresh juice taken as a hot tea. Dried root is relatively useless. Ginger root can be tinctured. I don't prefer this approach as the fresh juice is much, much better. Nonetheless, it's a million, uh, a billion times better than the dried root. Point taken. If we're looking to use ginger as an antibiotic, we're not going to be washing down capsules of dried ginger powder. We're going to go to the store and we're going to get some ginger. And how wonderful that ginger is everywhere. Yes. I've even seen fresh ginger for sale in little stores. And this is partly because a lot of people know that ginger is really good medicine. Here's what Stephen suggests. He says, juice. Enough ginger that if you stuck it all together, it would make up a large carrot. That would be about... Four pieces as big as your thumb, he says. Mm. You're going to have juice and plant matter. Save them both. Now, take the fresh ginger juice, measure a quarter cup, mix it with 12 ounces of hot water, a tablespoon of wildflower honey, Mm. the juice from a quarter of a lime, and drink four to six cups a day. says that the stuff in the ginger takes about 30 minutes to get into your blood. So after you drink the fresh, hot juice, it's going to get to the bloodstream in about 30 minutes, just at the beginning, and the, the constituents will peak in the blood in about 60 minutes. And then they begin to decline. So depending on how acute the infection is, you would want to drink your hot ginger every two to three hours to really maintain a high level of those compounds. You will come to the end of that juice that you have made. And I don't know, he doesn't specify how much juice you're going to get from that much ginger. But he says you're going to take the leftover plant material and put pour one to two cups of boiling water over it and steep it covered for four to eight hours. And then you can strain that and use that like you would the fresh ginger juice. So back up there where we had the 12 ounces of hot water and the tablespoon of wildflower honey and the juice from a quarter lime along with a quarter cup of fresh ginger juice. Now instead of using the juice, you'll use 
the, call it the tea that you made from the stuff that was left over after making the juice and use the same quantity, a quarter cup of it. If this is seeming like, oh, I don't think I can remember this, Susan, it's okay, just get Stephen Booner's book, Herbal Antibiotics. Stephen Herod Booner, it's everywhere as well as at my wise woman bookshop because he has it all laid out right there for you. He even has a method for people who don't have a juicer. And basically, um, it's not what he says, but it's what I'm saying. Get a box grater and use the finest grater side on that, and you will get ginger juice. It works really, really well. My first ginger teacher had me chop up the ginger and toss it into boiling water and boil it covered for a while and then use that. But this sounds like an even stronger way to get the compounds into you. Now, some of you are going to say to me, I can't believe you're saying to use raw ginger juices. And you always talk about not using raw things. And you say you can't get any nutrition from them. And that's absolutely true. We're not looking at nutrition here. We are looking at several hundred constituents, including gingerols, Zingaberol, Zingaberine, Shagoal, 3-Dihydroshogaol, Ginger Diols, Mono Ginger Diol, Diacetyl Ginger Diol, Dihydro Ginger Dione. Shall I go on? (laughs) Most of these, many of these are volatile oils. This is why we can get them from the juice of the fresh root. We're not looking to get minerals or vitamins or proteins or any kind of nourishment from this ginger root. We're using it like a drug. We're using it like an antibiotic. We want these volatile constituents. They dissipate when we dry the ginger root, so we're not going to use the dried ginger root. We're going to use fresh ginger root. And the more we can grate it or juice it or open it up, the more of those volatiles we're going to get. They dissolve very easily into hot water, and that hot water carries those volatiles into our bodies where they then go to work. They, <clears throat> the things I just mentioned, all these constituents... All these volatiles in ginger are active against, among other things, candida albicans, E. coli, fusarium, heliobacter pylori, hepatitis C, HIV-1, human cytomegalovirus, influenza A, listeria, Pseudomonas, rhinovirus, that's the common cold, salmonella, shigella, staphylococcus. These are some major infective uh, organisms we are talking here that we have hard scientific proof that ginger can kill, at least in a Petri dish and or in animal studies and Most of the time, we can back this up 
with, if not double-blind, placebo-controlled human studies, certainly centuries of human beings using ginger. Not just as an antibiotic, but also as an analgesic, something that eases pain. As an anti-arthritic, something that counters arthritis. An antibacterial, an anti-diarrheal, an anti-emetic, possibly the most famous use of ginger is that it was taken to the moon because the astronauts got space sick. Anti-emetic stops you from throwing up. Anti-fungal, anti-inflammatory, anti-spasmodic, anti-tussive, and antiviral, what I call the herbal antis. <clears throat> it is a circulatory stimulant, a diaphoretic, and a lastase inhibitor, <clears throat> an immune stimulant, and a synergist to all other plants. As a matter of fact, and I was quite amazed to learn this and wonder, my goodness, how did they find this out? Did they like specifically look to study to see if ginger had any effect when it was taken with antibiotics or did they just kind of by accident discover that ginger is synergistic with a number of antibiotics, especially the aminoglycosides, and increases their potency, especially when dealing with antibiotic-resistant organisms. So the next time you are taking an antibiotic, if there's the next time you take an antibiotic, and you are going to be taking it because there's a severe infection that you want to get rid of, up the ante and take some ginger at the same time. So far as we know, you won't hurt yourself. The contraindications for ginger are that it can aggravate gallstones and that if you use the dried root, it can cause heartburn or nausea. Ginger is considered a very powerful amenagogue, and thus it's generally thought to be not safe to use during pregnancy, or as somebody put it, it's not safe during the first part of pregnancy, it's not safe during the last part of pregnancy, and why bother during the middle part of pregnancy? So definitely not. I remember the first, very first time that I ever met ginger beer, which is a really strong ginger ale. And the ginger beer that I met was in Jamaica. And this was serious ginger beer made from the fresh ginger. And that stuff turned your eyeballs hairy, I tell you. And I was sitting there with another woman. We were drinking this ginger beer, and she looked at me, and she went, and jumped up and ran away. And I said, oh, my goodness. And, of course, she came back, and she said, oh, my gosh, I wasn't due to start until tomorrow, but that ginger beer really got me going. So the amenagog effect, or the effect of bringing on the menstrual flow from ginger, is very well established. I've seen it myself in women and so for that reason it is not considered safe during pregnancy on the other hand i know what seem like millions of 
uh, pregnant women with morning sickness who say that ginger is the only thing that quells their morning sickness. What they often do in those situations is to do something much milder with the ginger than this really strong antibiotic brew that Stephen is talking about. And that's more like what my teacher taught me was just to slice up some fresh ginger and simmer it for a little while in a closed container and then use that in hot water again, do like Stephen's doing, use that as a bit of a concentrate and drink that simply sip by sip to quell nausea and stop when the nausea is gone. Julian de Berclade-Levy, one of my favorite herbalists, and uh, we did become dear friends during the latter part of her life, always traveled with crystallized ginger. Do you like crystallized ginger? Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with it. It's an easy oh, yeah, I way. Love it, yeah. I, I love ginger in general. I love the flavor. I like putting it in a juicer. And I make it, it was an Islander woman... Uh, that um, meaning, uh, uh, I think Trinidad, Trinidad or Jamaica. That she says, oh well, the Europeans they make it a little weaker. They just steep it, but no, we boil it like you cut it, but then you pound it. So you pound on it to release the stuff in it. Then you put it in the pot and you boil it. And once it comes to a boil, you bring it down. And then you um, just let it simmer for whatever, on low, very low, covered for about you know 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It'll it'll be almost brown by the time it's done. It'll be very strong if you pounded it and released the stuff in there. So maybe the pounding was also part of it, right? Releasing right. The, the pounding is like the is like the juicing. It's like the grating. It's like get that stuff mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Told me. That's a, an excellent way to do it. Yeah. If you don't have a juicer or a grater, pound it between two rocks. <laughs> or a rum bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or a rum bottle, exactly, between two rum bottles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a spot of rum. <laughs> there now you go. When, I in, when I was in That's Costa Rica this, this January, um, on the Nicoya Peninsula, we went to visit a farm that specialized in growing ginger. Mm. And I had never been around so much ginger. It's a really wonderful plant, and it's a perennial plant. And basically oh. all you do, you know, is like dig up the rhizome, break off pieces of it, and plant them, and they grow. And keep on going. And keep on going. It's a no-brainer in the tropics. Nice. It is so incredibly easy to grow. I'm even starting to wonder um, about using, I have a a ginger plant as a house plant. And I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if I could, like, get that to to make more house plants and then I could start using that. I'm not sure if it's the same ginger. There are lots of different kinds of ginger. Right. And usually you're not going to find ginger growing wild, although I have heard some people complain that it can get pretty wild, and um, it, it looks kind of like a bamboo. And there are other other plants that it looks like, too, especially in the tropics. But nothing smells or tastes like ginger. Amazing. I love when you drop it in the juicer. It, it, and I don't use the juicer very often. I prefer more smoothies to juicers, meaning you keep the fibers and everything. But 
when you drop a piece of ginger in a juicer, which I have, it almost feels like it's cleansing the air better than white. <laughs> you know, it, it's like better than Almost that. volatiles. Yeah, it's 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 powerful. You know, it's a beautiful, yeah. wonderful smell. Wow, wow. So let's see. We have a couple of minutes left. Stephen says, "Ginger is a synergist. It re- increases the actions of all other medicines by relaxing blood vessels and increasing circulation." This helps carry active constituents, especially of other herbs, more efficiently throughout the body. Think of ginger when there's bacterial diarrhea, cholera, dysentery, E. coli infections. Think of ginger when the circulation is reduced and there's coldness in the hands and feet. Think of ginger when migraine headaches are accompanied by cold hands or feet, think of ginger when the person who's sick is sluggish and has a sluggish constitution. Maybe that's why I don't crave ginger very much. It's not that I have anything against it. Ginger is wonderful. I really recognize it as a marvelous plant. And maybe I'll even use it more because, well, ginger is so great. In Ayurveda... It is called Sorangavera, or about 50 other names. And it is usually the fresh juice that is used, and especially for coughs, colds, and asthma. And ginger does indeed have a potent anti-inflammatory action, especially in the joints and in the bronchia. Hip, hip. Hooray for ginger, because herbal medicine is people's medicine. And people all over the world know that herbal medicine is their medicine. It's the medicine that grows right outside their door. Or if it's something like ginger, maybe it's the medicine that you've planted right outside your door. I hope that you have a wonderful month plus between now and when we talk again, Daniel Michael, thank you so much for being in charge of the Main Street Universe, being the god of the Main Street Universe. Oh, wow. You <laughs> called me a god. <laughs> I did. I did. You are. It's your universe. You I created have no it. Because <laughs> I know you're dyadic, and I don't even know if they do that. <laughs> but you called me the god of so I'm Okay. <laughs> That's a strong well, company. You, I accept it. You created the universe, so we must call you the god of it, right? <laughs> of course. Uh, be well and be happy until we talk again. Green blessings, everybody. Good night. All right. Good night, Susan. We green blessings. And again, thank you. And for your four or five years with us, it, it's it's been a great blessing. So good night. And everybody, you've been listening to Green Magic, Green Medicine with Susan Weed. And now I'm going to go on and with the plug and with the song, remember that herbal medicine, as Susan said, is people's medicine, the kind that grows right outside of your back door. And remember not to outsmart yourself either. <laughs> Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. 
All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Blessed are we in the awakening all. Blessed are we in the morning. Blessed are we in the night of the day as we enjoy the afternoon. Blessed are we as the twilight descends and the magic of dusk is upon us. And blessed are we in the dark of the night as we slip into dreams that are calling. Blessed are we in the awakening dawn. Blessed are we in the morning. Blessed are we in the light of the day as we enjoy the turning. Blessed are we as the twilight descends and the magic of dusk Forbidden archaeology. Forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.